I nervous? I'm so nervous for this. No, I'm not. I'm not nervous. Don't speak that out. I'm excited. I'm excited. I am excited. I'm a little bit scared, though. <laughs> Why am I so nervous for this one? I haven't even introduced it. Guys, welcome back to She's No Guru. I'm just, like, making sure that I basically look like a beautiful little bougie angelic angel so i'm trying to like place everything perfectly <laughs> i mean you'd think this is like dolce and gabbana it's primani it's primark <laughs> good old primark but i feel i look really bougie today um <laughs> these are pajamas I would be lying if I told you that I woke up like this every morning. Um, I, 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 I usually sleep naked um, or in my underwear or in like a big baggy t-shirt. This is just like, you know, if you've got guests coming over in the morning or like you've got like a day, morning, I don't know, or like you like wake up with maybe someone that you're seeing and you want to, you want to like convince them that you wake up like an angel. This is that outfit. And it was literally like, I think altogether it was less than like 20 quid from Primark. <laughs> but I was running really late this morning and I was just like, oh my gosh, I actually haven't planned my outfit. So I was like, just put on, just put on that outfit, you know, be comfy, be chill look a bit bougie in the process so that is this outfit I'm feeling a little bit flustered guys I'm not gonna lie I have I've got a glass of wine <laughs> it's not too early but well it's like half 11 it's like no it's 12 now it's 12 o'clock so it's technically afternoon and I was like I'm really I'm a little bit nervous yeah, I'm a little bit nervous about this episode. So I was like, I just need like just a nice little glass of wine, just a little tart to like, just, just to enjoy while I do it. And then I Googled, is like 11.30 an appropriate time to drink, to have a glass of wine? And the results said that between the hours of 11 and 1 are the optimal hours for wine tasting because your mouth is the perfect dryness to be able to taste the wine. So... <laughs> trying to justify I'm just having a fucking glass of wine chill oh my gosh I've spilled it on my bougie little outfit okay I'm I'm a little bit I'm a little bit nervous about this episode I haven't planned anything like I literally haven't planned anything I just wanted to come sit chill and just have a chit chat with you guys about something that I am going through at the minute which I think a lot of you are going to be able to relate to. So I thought this is a really good idea for us to discuss about it. I'm going to share what I've learned and I really want you guys to reach out and maybe share what you've learned if you found yourself in a similar circumstance. Um, and let's help one another. So the topic I would like to discuss is, drum roll please, situationships. You know what? I didn't actually think it was a thing until I found myself in a situationship. Like, I've heard the term flying about. It's quite a popular term lately. It's like a new, new age slang, I guess. And I think whenever I heard that word, I was like, that's not a thing. Like, a situationship, that's like ridiculous. What even is that? I'm way too, like, spiritual to find myself in a spirit in a situation ship because I'm a conscious creator and I can just create anything and I can create a relationship if I want to like it's there's no such thing um I've been very humbled <laughs> I've been very humbled guys I've officially lost my situation ship virginity I have recently been in a situation ship and I'm ready to talk about it and like, I think, I think I'm nervous for this episode because it's like very personal. It's something that I've literally been going through recently. Um, but I said to you guys, I want to discuss the taboo subjects and that includes my own, like my own shit that I'm dealing with. But I'm a little bit nervous because I haven't like been in a situation shit before, but now I've discovered what it is and I really want to discuss it. It fascinates, the topic fascinates me. I moved to a new city about five six months ago and 
I moved single. My goal was never to get into any sort of relationship. I wanted to move to a new city. I wanted to explore. I wanted to explore single. I wanted to prioritize friendships, um, making new friends, meeting new people, career, obviously starting this podcast, exploring the city, going out, having fun, like single. And that's not because I don't think relationships are fun. I think relationships are have just as many good points as being single. But the way that I wanted to explore my new city better suited me being single, if that makes sense. So I had no sort of no sort of hopes of getting in a relationship, right? But like a, a couple months in. Um, I was like, oh my gosh, you know what? I've settled in quicker than what I was expecting. And, you know, I feel like I want to do more exploring of the city. And that would be nice to do in like a dating way, being taken on dates around the city, meeting new people, like meeting new men. Maybe like I wanted, I want, I wanted these years of my life. I wanted this period of my life to be actually like figuring out what I want. I had a past of like being a relationship jumper, relationship to relationship. I never did the inner work. I've been single now four years and I've spent a lot of that time doing the inner work and like dating here and there, a few little things, but like really sort of dedicating that time to myself. Um, but I was like, no, I'm ready to really sort of get, I'm excited to get back into the dating game. I actually need to figure out what it is that I want, but I don't really want a relationship. Um, so <laughs> I've been on a few dates. I've been on some amazing dates. I've met some incredible people. The thing with me is relatively early on, um, I sort of know whether they're my vibe or not and whether I want to see them again. I've got a good balance of giving them a chance because I don't think you can rule someone out straight away. But also a balance of, no, I, I know, I already know I can't see a future here. Our morals, our values are different. We have different goals. We just don't click. I've got a really nice balance of that. So I've been on a few dates with a few different people. Been, been playing the field, you know. Um, and I've been loving life, like loving life. I, I'm just like, I think I used to feel shame when I used to date because I used to be like, oh my gosh, I can't date too many men. Like I've got to make some of them last long because I don't want to look like a hoe. I don't want to look like a slut. And I had this shame and this fear and this guilt of what other people thought about me. Like if I would date around and date multiple men or date a couple men at once or date too quickly and then sack them off. I used to feel all of this pressure. Like what are people going to think about me? Oh, I need to sort of spread this one out and make it last. Um, and like, because I've done a lot of work, I've, I've basically got to a place now on my inner work journey of just being like, I don't, I don't care as much what people think about me. I've got to do what's right for me. And if that's being single, it's being single. If it's dating, it's dating. If it's being in a relationship, it's being in a relationship. I'm doing it at my own pace, what feels right for me. And I'm not going to even allow the opinions of others to even get in that thought process. Like, why would I do that? It's literally like, you've got your life, I've got mine. So because I'm at that place now, I'm happy to be like, no, I want to date. I want to date around. I want to date multiple men. I want to be taken as many places as possible. I want to meet as many people as possible. And that's, now I know like that's okay. That doesn't make, girls, guys, it doesn't make you a hoe. You're experimenting. Like you're living your best life. You're you're figuring out what you want. You're figuring out what you like, what you don't like. You're creating new memories. You're having new experiences. And that's okay to do in whatever way feels right for you. And don't let anybody tell you differently. Don't let anybody give you their opinion or tell you the right way to date or the right way to be single or the right way to be in a relationship, the right way to do things. Like, ev please show me this rule book. Because I'm like... I'm pretty sure there's like billions out there. Write your own goddamn rule book. It's as simple as that. This is your life. It's so precious. Don't let anybody tell you how to do anything. Okay? Capiche? Good. So let's just like shake off that shame immediately. Thank you very much. Um, so yeah, I was like, I'm going to date around. So my roommate was like, okay, we're going to get you on Hinge. We're going to get you on 
Tinder, a few little dating sites. So I had a few dates off that. Didn't really go very well. I was just like, no, not my vibe. And also, I am a little bit old-fashioned and traditional, and I really like the thought of meeting the person I'm going to potentially be with naturally, authentically. And that's not to say I judge anyone who meets. I think dating sites are really useful, and I think... um, I know so many people that have met the love of their lives through dating sites. But just for me, for my story, for my character... Um, for what I want to tell my kids, just for my own imagination purposes, I would like to meet my person in a coffee shop or in a bookstore or, like, on the street or on a bus or on a... I don't know, like, even in a bar. I just... I love the idea of catching someone's eye and then naturally sort of evolving with them that way. Um, But who knows? I might meet the one off Tinder. I'll keep swiping as well like I don't know but anyway so I sort of gave that a break um and then (laughs) I am getting to the point of I'm I'm getting to the story so my situationship um (sighs) I really hope I don't think he'll be watching this because I'm pretty sure he doesn't do social if he is watching this so I was heading out for some drinks with my girl and (laughs) walking down the street and there was just this guy and he just really caught my eye and it wasn't necessarily like a physical thing. Well, it was because I found him really attractive, but it was more of like a vibe thing, like like an, an aura, like I saw his aura and I was like, that's a, there's there's some pretty colors like I like that and we just sort of like gravitate this was on the street we weren't even at the barn this was literally like passing him in the street and we have two different versions of the story I I'm pretty sure I went up to him he says he came up to me whatever either way we got chatting we exchanged numbers went our separate ways that night didn't think I was going to hear of him again because I was like like we're just on a night out what are the chances and then the very next day, which was a Sunday, he texts me and he was like, hey, um, you gave me your number last night. I'd really sort of like to see you today. Is that okay with you? And I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, like absolutely. Yeah, like cool. And then we just basically sat on the rooftop of my apartment, like just literally got to know each other, just spoke and we really clicked. We really hit it off. There was obviously a lot of physical attraction there, but there was also like, just like a sort of, peace like our our energies just fight like it was just a vibe even though I was really nervous I was really nervous because I was like (laughs) I'm stone cold sober today I basically had all the Dutch courage last night when I was like walked up to him on the street and I was like you are my cup of tea you I find you really attractive I'm pretty sure that's what I said to him and he was like oh look at this like woman with all this confidence like I love that and then the next day like when I woke when I woke up to his text I was all hungover like my hair was like this and I was like he's coming over in an hour <laughs> I was literally like running around the apartment like freaking out but I was yeah I was I was nervous when he first came around but as soon as we got chatting that just sort of went away and I was like oh my gosh we just genuinely really get on so that's how it sort of happened. So basically, and this is the hard part to explain. How did that turn into a situationship? And this is my biggest lesson that I've learned that I want to discuss. Those first few times you meet a guy or a girl, the first few times you meet someone are the most vital and the most important in terms of deciding the direction you want it to go and setting your boundaries. If you don't do it from the start, and sort of have those discussions. It doesn't need to be a deep chat. A lot of the time we think, oh, it's too early to have those discussions. No, it's not. You don't need to have a deep chat. Like, what are we? From the get-go, you can can drop hints and let the other person know what it is you're looking for and where you're at in your life very subtly. And if you don't do that, you're leaving too much open space for either them to determine which way it's going to go or for there to be no determination which way it's going to go. And then it's just this no man's land. And then a little bit later on down the line, you're like, what are we? And that's when all the confusion creeps in. 
Let me just say this right now before I continue. You are going to save yourself a lot of time and stress and effort and doubt and worrying and emotion and energy if you get as clear as you possibly can from the get-go. And don't think that's cringe, it's too deep, I can't. Love yourself enough to set those boundaries straight away because your life is precious, my life is precious. Guys, we're not getting any younger. Like, we're literally not. This life as this character, as this beautiful being that we are, is going to be over like that. Your time's ticking. Like, you can't get that back. Please understand how valuable life is and how valuable you are and your time is. And just be like, I literally don't have time to waste. I don't want to have time to waste thinking, what is this? What could this be? What is this going to develop into? You're going to save yourself so much time if you sort of like set those boundaries from the get-go. So that's sort of something looking back I wish I did from the first two times I saw this guy. I sort of wish I was like, hey, just so you know, like this is where I'm at. I guess, I guess the only way that doesn't work is if you don't know what you want. So this is where I was at personally because I... I was at a place in my life where I was like, I don't know what I want. I've moved to a new city. I've just been dating. I'm trying to have fun and explore. And I've got other sort of priorities, like starting my own podcast. I don't really know what I want. I don't really want a relationship right now. But I've always said if I meet the right person, then that can be a relationship. Um, So I'm open-minded to both being single and dating and also being in a relationship that's where I was at and I think that's where most of us are at who accidentally fall into situationships if you're like me and you find yourself in that place this isn't going to go smoothly this is not going to go smoothly like how can you consciously create the life of your dreams if you don't know what you want and I'm, don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm preaching to myself here. And this is something that I've learned. I'm going to finish telling you the story, but this is what I've learned. If you don't know where, what stage you're at in life, if you don't know where you are, if you don't know what you want, how are you going to be able to consciously create and how is the universe going to know what to give you when you are literally all over the place? One second, you love being single, you want to be single and you want to be having fun the next second you want to be in a relationship, the next second you want to be dating and playing the field, like, you can't keep jumping from one thing to the next, and then complain to the universe when it doesn't give you, you know, what you want, it doesn't know what you want, and neither do you, (laughs) so this is what I've learned, if you find yourself in a situationship, or you've had a past of situationships, and you're wondering why they are situationships, ask yourself, In those moments, did I really know what I wanted? Was I clear with myself what I wanted? Was I clear with the other person what I wanted? Was I clear with the universe or my higher power with what I wanted? Because I guarantee you, 90% of us that find ourselves in situationships weren't clear on what we wanted. And that's okay. But if, you're, if you don't know what you want, instead of spending those times dating around and trying to force relationships or getting to know people and like, you're basically like a little Tasmanian devil just running around like, what do I want? Is it you? Is it you? Is it me? Is it dating? Is it singledom? Is it like, <laughs> chill. This is the time in your life that is going, and I'm not telling you what to do, everyone's got their own journey, but this is just my advice from what I've learned, from the trauma of that situation that I was in. This is what I've learned. That is the time that you need to spend with yourself figuring out what the hell you want. (laughs) Like, you need to figure out what you want. And if you, if you don't want to spend that, like, and that can be done by a lot of inner work, journaling, meditation, go on solo dates, get to know yourself. I'm not going to be boring and tell you, you know how to like, there's so much information out there, but like really go deep 
pray about it, talk to friends, not even talk to friends, they don't have the answer. Just go deep, only you have the answer. Pray to your heart, what, what do I want? Spend time imagining the different scenarios. Spend time picturing life fully single. Fully single, solo show, solo ship. What does that look like? Spend time picturing dating around, playing the field, like having a few tings on the go. Like, okay, what does that look like? Do I like that? Maybe experiment with that. Then spend some time, okay, imagine yourself in a relationship. You found the love of your life. You're really like loving doing life with a partner. Okay, take some time out and figure out what you want. That, don't get me wrong, that answer does not come overnight. And sometimes you have to like live. You have to try them all. You have to fail in order to know what it is that you want. But my whole point is... That is probably why you're in the situationship. So don't complain like, why am I in the situationship? Blah, 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 blah. You're probably in it because you haven't been clear with everyone, including yourself, about what it is that you want. When you know what exactly it is that you want, you're you're like a whole step ahead. It's going to be so much easier for you. That's like another conversation entirely so figure out what what do you want I I now know from the situationship I actually now know what I want I want I I am ready for a relationship I am I'm not I I'm not ready for like marriage I wouldn't say um but I don't want to I now know I don't want to date multiple people that's not enjoyable for me I don't like dating. I don't like even doing it for the memories, for the plot twists, for the free food. I used to think if it doesn't go well, at least I get free food or at least I'm going to these lovely places. Whereas now it's like, no, I can take myself there. I can buy myself food. I want to do, I only want to do these experiences and go to these places if it's with someone whose company I love and who I can see a potential future with. Back to the story what happened with me so I got to know this guy um he basically lives around the corner from me so we he we have very different work schedules mine's very day focused his is more evening night focused his is like here there everywhere mine's a little mine's similar but a little bit more consistent um so we found very early on that our schedules were clashing a lot um us like when I was free, he wasn't free. Like we sort of tried to do what we can to sort of spend that time together, but it didn't always go to plan. So we let each other know that, that there was obviously an attraction. We slept together fairly early on. And I don't regret that because the vibe was right. I, w- I felt physically comfortable with him. I felt, I felt, I felt emotionally comfortable with him so I don't regret that and that's a lot for me because I've had a lot of trauma and a lot of that is sexually and a lot of a lot of the most of the inner work I have had to do has been sexually sexual trauma relationship trauma and just even like dealing with the opposite sex that's been my journey like the majority of my hardest work so the fact that I felt so comfortable with him I like I was happy to do that and that's that that was a new thing for me I was like oh my gosh I feel this comfortable this early on I'm gonna just go with that I'm not I'm not gonna overthink it I'm not gonna I'm not gonna feel shame and guilt and I'm not gonna second guess it I'm gonna go with what feels right for me so I did I don't regret any of that however um because of our schedules a lot of the time um we could only meet late evenings and then either he'd come and stay at mine I'd go stay at his We'd have like the morning together, we'd go to our own thing. And that was like becoming, that was becoming our routine almost. And like, I sort of started getting this feeling of, I don't like, I don't like this. This doesn't feel good to me. I'm like, I know he likes me because he's told me that and I'm choosing to believe it. And I'm not going to let my past, you know, trust issues or insecurities get in the way of this. However, there is still this underlying feeling of slight booty cool vibes. Just slight booty cool vibes. Like, I like the whole evening thing, me going over to him. I'm just like, it's not making me feel as good. It never made me feel cheap and dirty because he basically said, and he, God bless him, 
fair play to him he did say to me like I'm aware of the hours I'm aware of that I don't want you I'm doing everything I can so you don't feel like this um and he was really good at that like that reassurance um but basically like I said to him okay yeah I understand that however I am not feeling as good as I could possibly feel in this thing that we've got going on I know I would feel better if we spent more time in the day together or we went out more. I'm like, you know what? Like, as much as I... we Come on, we all want to be taken out. We all want to be wined and dined, surely. Girls, if you don't, fine. I do. and But it's not a money thing for me. Like, the little things will literally break me. Like, bring me a three... You can get bunches of flowers from the supermarket for, like, three pound... Like, get the reduced flowers. I don't care. Just come with something. A bottle of wine. A box of chocolates. Go to the freaking pound. I don't need to know where you buy them from. Go to the pound shop. Like, it doesn't have to be expensive. And this is my thing. Like, just do cute things for me. And I think you should, even more so at the start, when you're getting to know someone. Like, it's exciting. I do those things for men. I do. I'm so, like, thoughtful and cute. And, like, I love bringing them coffee in the mornings and making breakfast or like getting pastries or just getting their favorite snacks or I'm very like I am not at the beginning maybe when I'm dating but when I catch the feels I can turn from ice queen to slush puppy really quick I can Um, but I enjoy doing that but when I don't get it back it bothers me it does because I my idea of the perfect not even perfect my my ideal relationship is a few cute little gifts and being taken out and having that having those beautiful sweet luxury experiences together I wasn't getting that with this guy and I was expressing to him that I wanted that and this is this is my next point if you're in a situationship and you're not getting out of it what you truly want because I knew I wanted that. I didn't know whether I wanted a relationship at that point, but I knew I wanted a few little cute gestures and I knew I wanted to be taken out. And if you know you want the same or whatever it is that you want out of your situationship, you cannot expect to get that unless you communicate. And this is my next point, communication. You have to, if you're not wanting to express what you want in the long term, okay, fine, but at least express the small stuff hey, um, like, you've come, o- you've come over a few times and, like, you've come empty-handed each time. Like, what? Like, hey, or even, you could do it so subtly. Like, you can literally just te- send a text being like, yeah, I'm super happy for you to come over. Do you mind grabbing a bottle of wine on the way? I've run out. Or, yeah, amazing. Like, are you happy to get food tonight? Girls, and I know sometimes it's easier said than done because I used to be a person that was like... <gasps> I can't say that. I'm too nervous. I can't expect that. I don't want... They should just do it. I shouldn't have to ask. Or I'd be like, no, but that seems like the biggest thing for me is asking for them to get me something or asking for them to buy me something. And like, this is going to get deep now. I'm I'm not fucking crying or anything. But I, for years and in every every one of my past relationships, right? Every one of my past flings, whatever... I never expressed what I wanted, whether it was a date, whether it was a meal, whether it was a card, whether it was a kiss on the forehead, whether it was for them to go slower in the bedroom, whether it was for a cuddle after sex, whether it was a good morning text, whatever I was craving, whatever it was that I wanted, I never, ever ever knew how to ask for it because I always felt like it would be beggy or it would be clingy or I'd look like a freak or and do you want to know why you feel like that because you don't love yourself enough your self-esteem is low you don't feel like you are worthy enough to ask for what you want and that is what it all boils down to when you peel back the layers peel back the ego, peel back the defense mechanisms. You don't ask for what you truly want because you don't feel worthy enough of it. And that is what it all boils down to. It is a self-esteem issue. It's a self-esteem issue. And that's what 
I never used to ask for what I wanted because I just used to convince myself out of it. Oh, you don't need that. It's fine. You can get yourself it or it's fine. Like just take, take whatever you can get from them and then give yourself the missing parts. This is one of my favorite quotes for a reason, right? You accept the love you think you deserve. You will always accept the love you think you're worthy of. So if you don't think you're worthy of much and if your self-esteem is shit, that is the exact type of love you're going to experience. If you love yourself incredibly and you think you're worth so much and you think you're so valuable, that is the exact love you're going to attract in a partner. You're going to get the love you think you're worthy of. Let that sink in. The reason you're probably in a situation ship is either A, because you don't know what you want, Or B, you do know what you want, but you don't think you're worthy enough of getting it. It boils down to those factors. So like, these are the times to question, do I know what I want? And do I think I'm worthy of getting what I want? And if you don't, your situationship is probably a saving grace because you're not going to be able to attract the right sort of relationship because you don't think you're worthy enough. So actually, if you keep finding yourself in situationships, it's because that is what you're attracting because that's all you think you're worth. And if you're in a situationship and it's actually a relationship is really what you want, like one million percent you can get that beautiful relationship. But the reason you're not getting it is because do you really think you're worth it? I know the answer to that question. The answer is yes, you are worthy of a loving, giving, equal, beautiful, nourishing, healthy relationship. You are worthy of it. I am worthy of it. We are all worthy of it and we all deserve it. There is someone out there for each and every one of us. We are loved. We are worthy. But until you get to that revelation yourself, you are not going to attract the sort of relationship that you want. I can't give you that revelation. No one can give you that revelation. You have to get to that on your own. That comes with a lot of healing, introspection, inner work, therapy, whatever you need to do. Everyone's timeline's different. Everyone's process is different. You have to get to that point on your own. And it while you're fucking around in these situationships, you're not going to get to that revelation because you're not spending that time doing that work and building your self-esteem and building your worthiness and building that relationship with yourself because that time is spent fucking around with Mr. Footboy or Mrs. Footgirl over there in this shit situation that like isn't fun really for anyone um, unless you've consciously decided to, you want to be in a situation fine each their own but like that time is being spent fucking around and it needs to be spent on you like figuring out what you want and truly convincing yourself and truly believing that you deserve what you want this is a powerful episode (laughs) back to the story this is going to be a bit choppy like back and forth back to the, my story so I expressed to him hey actually I want more of this are you willing to do this like I actually really like I I figured out like maybe a month in I actually like this guy and I could see a potential future with him I'm not sure whether I'm ready for it because I was at the time I didn't really know what I want what I wanted but I knew I liked him and I didn't want to date other people So I was a brave girl and I had that conversation with him and luckily he was on the same page. We agreed not to see other people and especially sleep with other people. That was a big thing for me. I was like, just so you know, like sex is a really big thing for me. And um, if I'm sharing my body with you in that way, I don't want you to be sharing yours with anyone else. Like, that is important for me. And if you do, if you want to, or if you're out and it accidentally happens, fine. But I, like, I'm not going to kill you in your sleep. <laughs> as tempting as it is. Or her. <laughs> um, 
like I'm not going to bite your head off if it accidentally happens on a night out or whatever it's still early days but I would just I would I just ask that you respect me and my body enough to tell me if that happens basically I don't want to be all exchanging juices I know it's new age and I know people are into open relationships I ain't judging you guys go and have as much fun as you possibly want like you know each to their own but for me especially when I like no I just don't want to be exchanging juices with another girl through your dick (laughs) (laughs) point blank capiche um and he was like yeah you know like that's really fair I don't want to see anyone I don't want to see with anyone either so we, I feel like we moved to the next step in our situationship. Like, we both basically figured out um, we don't want to see any other people or sleep with, I don't, or sleep with any other people. Uh, look, and at the end of the day, uh, like, I don't know how much of that's true. I... <laughs> I was faithful on my part. Um... I wasn't dating anyone. I think I went on one date. No. No, that was before the conversation. No. No, yeah, I was. I was faithful. I was faithful on my part. Um, I don't know if he was. Like, he could have been going out and dating and shagging. Like, he could have. And that's the thing in situationships, right? And that's the painful part is you don't know. I don't know where he was, if he was dating other girls, if he was sleeping with other women. But this is the thing, guys and girls. Like, you, you won't, you don't know, and you won't know, and you have to make peace with that as soon as you can. If you can't make peace with that, you are going to cause yourself so much stress. Honestly, you're going to be like, is he doing this? Is he doing, you might go into psycho mode, stalk, stalker mode, and you might be like, it's killing me not knowing. Is he telling me the truth? Is he, like, shagging around? Is she seeing other men? Is she being faithful to me? Like, those questions, that thought process is going to damage you. It genuinely is. It's not serving you at all. It's not good for you. It's not good for your mental health. It's not good for your well-being. So like what I would recommend if you want to continue the situationship and if you're happy taking your time and it being a situationship, get, make peace with the fact early on that you aren't going to know the truth unless you physically stalk them. And if you want to do that, girls you do you boo I I personally can't I can't be asked I'm like you know what I can't be asked stressing and not knowing I'm just gonna like focus on me so every time your mind runs off and you're wondering what they're doing who they're with just bring the focus back to you and just you have to make peace with the fact that you don't know and you have to trust is a choice and yeah it's built over time but like it's built quicker if each party, if each person decides to trust the other person. Like, the sooner you both choose to trust each other, the quicker that trust journey is going to take. Simple as that. Um, That scepticism is actually what's separating you from that union. Um, Lack of communication, lack of trust is separating you from that union. And it's actually probably the reason why you're in the situationship. So if you know you're doing everything on your side, right, you're communicating what you want and you're like consciously choosing to trust, you're in the clear. You are good to go. I'm a big believer that like we're mirrors of each other. So that should be the more open you are to love, the more communicative you are, the more trusting you are, that's going to be reflected back. So you're, you're at the next step in the situationship. If that's not reflected back, then we know there's an issue and then we can deal with it. So like choose, choose to trust basically is what I'm saying. Like don't, innocent until proven guilty is what I like to say. And I like being in my happy little naive trust bubble until you, until you give me a reason not to trust you. And I would hope for the same back because I would hope you would trust me until I give you a reason not to. So anyway, communicated I communicated to him what I wanted now we've sort of agreed to focus on one another and the potential of what we could have like this is what's important to me I'd like 
you to sort of take time off work when you can or move things around and take me out more. I'd like to spend more time with you in the day. If you don't communicate what you want, don't expect to get what you're not getting. So I was like, no, I can't. I need to make sure I'm communicating what I want. So I even sent him a picture of my empty vase in my kitchen. I was like, hey, like just so you know, my vase is empty with a wink emoji, like hint, hint. And I'm like, I put a fun little flirty spin on it. Here's where it started going wrong. I was communicating what I wanted and that was a big thing for me because I had a past of never being able to do that. And in this situation, I was actually starting to do that with this guy. Um, He didn't do it. He didn't buy me flowers. He didn't spend more time with me in the day. And when he did take me out, I was like, oh my gosh, yes, finally, he's listening. This is great. Like, you know, amazing. And I really expressed that to him, like, thank you so much. That means a lot to me. Like, I really am feeling great about, like, what this is. I'm ready to sort of, like, start having conversations. Because he used to say to me, you know, you haven't actually told me you want to sort of be with me. And this is the other thing about situationships. It's like, sometimes you don't know whether you want it to progress into a relationship because you haven't seen enough evidence that it's got that potential yet. And that's where I was at. I knew I liked him. I knew I liked spending time with him. I knew there was a lot of compatibility. But I didn't see enough relationship traits from him to know that that's what I was ready for with him, which is the whole point of dating, which is why I said to him, like, I want to date you as much as possible and spend this time getting to know you so I can see if, like, it's relationship worthy. But because you can't, you're not giving me that, how am I supposed to know if it's relationship worthy? Does that make sense? Um, but after that date, I was like, see, this is what we need. This is what I want. And like, now I feel like we're getting that step closer. And, you know, I'm, I really like you. And, and we were like getting there. We were getting there. But then, like, I remember, and I remember, <laughs> like, FaceTiming, I remember FaceTiming my mom after that date and being like, mom, like, this is going really well. I, I'm really starting to see, like, this could be my next relationship. And, she, and she, my, I love my mom. Shout out to Kimmy. <laughs> Mom's my best. And she said to me, she was like, Della, I love you, and I'm so happy for you, and I'm not raining on your parade. Like, I'm, I'm, you're glowing, you look amazing, you, you, you know, you're so happy, but I'm just bringing you just down to reality a little bit. And she said to me, don't get too excited, don't like fly off in the clouds, like just come drop from cloud nine just a little bit. Consistency, consistency's worth more than those like quick fixes the quick solutions. So she was like, just chill. Like, see if he does it again. See if he listens to the other things you've communicated. Like, take it slow. Like, don't expect it all the time. Like, you know, communi- keep communicating. But just, like, see. And that was the best piece of, of, of advice that she could have given me because I was starting to get all like, yeah, like, this is amazing. Like, I was. And I'm not saying, like, don't be full of joy. 100% run off in those moments. That's sort of life so it can be so beautiful. Like life is beautiful. Life like express that joy, express that gratitude, fall in love, fall deep like but also just like know that there's advice out there from your loved ones and from people for a reason and that's just to protect you and just to like just be wise, you know, and just like see, okay, this is amazing, but is there consistency here? Because consistency is like a really undervalued trait. I used to be like, oh, consistency is so boring. I used to be so like, I love the drama. I love the passion. I love the hot. I love the cold. And a lot of us are like that because of our preconditioning and because of the way we were brought up or just like, because... I don't know, we're chasing dopamine or whatever it is. Like, I don't know the science behind it. If you like that, go for it, girl. Go for it, guy. Like, don't let anyone be like, oh, consistency. If that's not what you want, if you love the drama and the plot twist and the hot and cold and the situationships, if that's what you want and if that's how you glow and if that's how you thrive, 
go do you and fully throw yourself into that role and explore it to the max but for those of us that don't want that and we're maybe ready for something a little bit more consistent which usually happens along the self-love healing journey you sort of don't crave the drama as much because like you realize peace is a lot more like peace you feel better the more peaceful you are um then you start to realize that consistency actually is really valuable which isn't something that you probably would have seen before which is where I was at I was like you know what consistency is actually really important for me now especially because I've moved out of home I'm in a new city I'm still creating a life for myself if I am going to have a relationship I've got too much going on in my life for this to also be non-consistent like I need as much stability as I can while I'm creating this life for myself and I want that consistency if I'm dating if I'm seeing someone or gonna be in a relationship with someone so thank you mommy thank you mumsy for the advice and it was the best advice she could have given me um because I knew what to look out for I knew I knew okay, start looking for this consistency now. He wasn't consistent. Like, he always used to say to me, I'm a man of my word. I keep, you can trust me. I'm a man of my word, like I keep my word. Like he used to say it all the time and I used to be like, you know, guys and girls, if someone keeps verbally trying to convince you that they're a person of their word, red flag. Because if you truly are, and you truly, you truly know in the depths of your core that you are a person of your word, you don't need to keep expressing that to someone because you just know. And you know what? You might be convinced or you might try and convince someone you're a person of their word, but you know what speaks louder than words? Actions. And if your actions don't match up to your words, guess what? You're not a person of your word. And this is one, this is a really important tip that I would like to share with you don't listen to the words communication is key yeah verbally too watch the actions watch how they treat you watch how they look at you sense the energy sense the vibe always trust your intuition as well always it's there for a reason it is your compass it is God's gift to you always trust that let's go through the steps you now know what you want you've now communicated what you want and you're now choosing to trust that they're going to give you what you want. You've done everything that you possibly can on your side and now you wait and you watch and now it's up to them to reciprocate that, to know what they want, to communicate what they want and to choose to trust that you will give what they want. If they can't do any of those things, there's steps, right? Step one, if they don't know what they want, but you know what you want, Mm -mm. not good. If you both don't know what you want, never gonna happen. It's only really got potential if you both know what you want. Step two, communication. If you've communicated what you want, but they won't communicate what they want, Mm -mm. you need to know where you stand. Life is way too short. If you both haven't communicated what you want, double no-no there's no communication, you're both fucked, okay? If you're both communicating what you want, happy days. Now the ball's rolling, now we've got potential. Step three, if you're choosing to trust and you're choosing and you're choosing to believe them, you're choosing to give them a go, but they're not choosing to trust you and that's just toxic energy, like, other way around. If you're both not trusting each other and you're both, like, being all skeptical and you're both being all weird and like that is like toxicity to the max and if you like that cool have fun there if you don't like that but you find like you have to let you please leave like please leave please leave like it's only going to work if you both choose to trust so in my opinion from what I've discovered they're the steps knowing what you want communicating what you want choosing to trust and believe and do the process of the inner work and eliminating your trust issues so that you can give this new thing a go. Um, 
they're the three steps for me. And then the fourth step is receiving. And that's where the answers are. That's how you truly know if it's got potential. If you've done step one, step two, step three, step four is how you know basically that it's got potential because you've done everything you can on your part and now let's see it unravel let's see if they have listened to you let's see if their actions match their word let's see if let's see if they are doing their their half two and their their part two this guy that I was seeing he wasn't I'd done all the steps I was so proud of myself because it took a lot for me to be able to do that I'd expressed what I want it might not have been a relationship but what I said to him is I you know I want to spend this time with you and get to know you in this way so I can see if it has that potential if you've got things like that where it's like illogical they have not they have not listened to you you've communicated what you want they've done the exact they've done the exact opposite their actions aren't matching their words. It speaks for itself. The proof is literally in the pudding. I had to take that dressing gown off because I was getting all... I don't know whether I was aggy, but I was getting all, like, hot and sweaty. <laughs> so watch, watch their actions. Like, like, the proof's in the pudding, girls and guys. Like... <laughs> especially if you've communicated all this stuff and they're still not doing it you're wasting your you're wasting your precious time but I can like say all of this until you until you get to that fuck this moment you're not gonna end it you're gonna you're gonna keep staying in that situation and like that it is a moment it, there's a breaking point I think where like you've given them chance after chance like you've had conversation after conversation like then there's a moment when you're like, fuck this. And it's a breaking point moment. And we each have different ones on different timescales in different ways. But I think you can only get to that moment yourself. But what I'm saying is you're going to save yourself a lot of time if, you just are, if you're consciously present in all of this and you're aware and you're constantly analysing. Like, don't be a freak about it and, like, keep notes. <laughs> but, like, the more aware and present you are, and the more you're checking in with yourself, like, is this right for me? Is this what I want? Have I communicated? The more you ask yourself those questions, the quicker you're going to get to that fuck it moment. Or you're going to get to a better place with them. And it's going to progress and evolve in this amazing relationship. And you're going to be happier than ever. Or you're going to get to the fuck it moment. You're going to end it off with, you're going to cut it off with them. You're going to spend that time back with yourself and then you're going to meet the person you're supposed to be with. So if you want to speed up the process because you're like sick of being in this situation or I'm sick of being in this like thing and I don't know where I stand and I don't know. Well, like now I've told you the steps that helped me. My steps when I took them, unfortunately, took me to that fuck it moment. (laughs) And I was like, see ya. You know, like you're you're like no and when I checked in with myself and I was like actually is this the sort of relationship I would want I was actually really surprised to be like absolutely not not at all so what am I doing I don't want I had more I had more fun being fully single and dating around and dating multiple men and just like playing the field I had more fun doing that than being in this situationship with you because now my emotions are actually starting to get hurt and actually now I'm like I could potentially lose my work my self-worth here and that means so much more to me I need to protect that I need to protect my love for myself I need to protect all the work I've done to get to this place of loving myself and feeling worthy I'm not going to let anything affect that and you and I'm not saying you can take that away from me because no one can take anything away from you it's always a choice for you to give but you're too much of a trigger for me and you're too much of a risk for me that that this isn't right for me and I need to know when to leave and that time is now set your own boundaries set your own fuck it moment and when you get to it you'll know because it will just be like And a really great way to get to it is 
like spend time visualizing your ideal relationship, your ideal partner, the ideal way you'd like to be treated, spoken to, loved, touched, you know, like your ideal dates, your ideal like vibe. And the more you visualize that and compare it to the situationship or thing you've got going on, the sooner you're going to realize whether it is what you want or not. Um, so the more I kept checking in with myself and like matching up his actions and his words and the way that he was with my ideal person I'd like to be with, it wasn't matching up. And I was like, and like the way he was continuously not listening to me and prioritizing other things over me and the things that I'd asked for. Like, and it's no one's fault. He can do whatever he wants and they can do whatever they want. Like, there is no right or wrong answer. We all live life differently. And like, I have so much gratitude and love for him because he taught me a lot of things and I had so much fun with him. And like, he really, he was, and I have gratitude for him because he was training for me. He was training field for me to try these steps and to communicate things I never was able to communicate before and to be a bit ballsier and to send that text saying, look, hey, I want this and I'd like this. And to, he like, he sort of helped me open up in certain ways. However, he wasn't willing to give me the things that I wanted practically. And that that's okay too. And I have a lot of gratitude. I have a lot of love for him. But like... I know there's someone out there for me that's going to be able to give me the things that you gave me, but also the practical stuff too. And actually, like, you actually made me really excited for that. And this is another thing. If you leave that situationship and you're in that, just the crappy moments, shift your perspective life is all about perspective, right? Shift your perspective from what's going wrong in this situationship to what could be going right elsewhere and focus on that and get excited about that. There is a a man or a woman, a guy or a gal that is out there for you, that's going to love you properly, that's going to give you the things that you want, that's going to show up for you in every way that you want, emotionally, spiritually, physically, practically, like, let's not undervalue, like, practicalism, if that's a word. And there, I promise you there is. You've just got to focus, choose to focus on that. Instead of focusing on the crap stuff and what's going wrong in your situationship, focus on what could be going right elsewhere and get excited about it. I'm actually, like, excited now. And I, I and sometimes we have to have these, like, situationships or these like experiences so that we do know what we want and like I said now I know because of this whole situationship I now know what I want and I'm so grateful to this person for helping guide me there everyone in life is either a lesson or a blessing everything happens for a season and a reason And like, I genuinely think if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have known what I want. I would have still been like playing the field. And whereas now I know, announcement, you heard it here first. I I am ready for a relationship. I am ready to love one person and I am ready to be loved by one person in a romantic way. And I'm ready for commitment and I'm ready for loyalty. And there's like part of this new age era we're going through there's a lot of open relationship and monogamy is becoming less and less and that's fine I don't judge you for that if you want to see multiple people have sex with multiple people like whatever life is yours to do what you want with it but for me and my character my character my being in this form wants monogamy and wants loyalty and I want to grow old with one person And I want to have children maybe one day. Like, I'm not there yet. But I want to to fall in love. I want to get married. And I would have never said that before because I would have been like, ooh, cringe. And, like, my ego would have been like, you don't want that. You can do all that yourself, right? But, like, and that's the beauty of the, the healer journey is actually, like, I'm not ashamed to admit what I want. 
because I now believe I'm worthy of those things. I wouldn't have admitted it before because I didn't think I was worthy of it. Whereas now I genuinely know I'm worthy of it. I'm worthy of love. I'm worthy of loyalty. I'm worthy of commitment. I'm fucking worthy of the fucking most beautiful, fun, healthy, good vibe, silly, ridiculous, like fucking... You tell me, I'll tell you when you're being a knob, you tell me when I'm being a little diva, but then like we kiss and make up because we fucking love each other and like we tell each other because we love each other and we just want to help each other grow and I want to be the best version of myself for you, but I want you to be the best version of yourself for me and we just communicate and we just make mistakes together because that's what humans do, but we live, we love, we evolve and we grow together because we love each other. I want you to tell me I'm being ridiculous when I ask if I need Botox because I've got an extra line on my forehead. And I want to tell you, man the fuck up, you are getting the spider because you're a man and, like, you are taking the rubbish out because I did the fucking dishwasher. And I want, I want that in a relationship, not in a situationship, in a relationship. But I wouldn't have gotten to this point if it wasn't for the situationship. So thank you, situationships, in a way. But unless you're using them to your advantage and unless you're using them alongside introspection and questioning, like, that's all it's ever going to be is just a continuous situationship that you find yourself in. Like, put yourself first and not in an egotistical, selfish way, but in a loving way. Like, love yourself enough to to believe you're worthy of these things and to really find out truly what it is that you want because it's out there. For each each and every one of us, I truly believe that it's out there. So use your situationships wisely to your advantage. Always be kind. Always be kind to the other person, even if they fucked up, even if they've messed around, even if they've, like hurt you just thank them because that's growth it's lessons it's training it's pointing out the things that you don't want so that you can become closer to the things that you do want always keep your side of the street clean and sometimes we lose our heads and we fuck up and we make mistakes but just apologize make it right in the way that you can know that god is good know that love is good love's not scary it's it's not a bad thing even if you've had a bad experience it's not the love that's hurt you. It's actually the lack of love that's hurt you. Love is pure. It's who we are in our purest form. And it is out there for you to experience in another human form and in a relationship, if that is what you want. Now I am so fearlessly putting out to the universe, I am ready for a relationship and I'm ready to be loved and I'm ready to give love and I'm ready to find that person. And I feel like I've just completely opened brand new doors because I was too ashamed to admit that before and I felt too unworthy to admit that before whereas now I'm proclaiming it boldly and if you find yourself if you find yourself in the same boat do it with me raise your glass if you've got one if not just raise air and repeat after me I am worthy of love I am worthy of all the things that are my heart's desires. I believe that there is the perfect relationship out there for me. And I believe that I'm worthy of giving love and I'm worthy of receiving love. And I believe that my happiest moments haven't even arrived yet. And I have got the rest of my life to experience joy, peace, bliss, and some of my favorite memories, and they haven't even happened yet. And I choose in this moment to focus on the good stuff, to focus on the what could be's instead of the what couldn't be's. And I choose to stay excited and hopeful for that. Cheers to me, cheers to you, and cheers to love. And cheers to situationships because everything happens for a reason and they led us to this point. (laughs) I love you guys so much and 
I feel I'm so grateful that I get to do, do this journey with you like that was really personal for me to sort of open up and sort of share that part of my life with you guys I guess but connection is a very important thing for me and I feel like this is a way for me to connect with you I would love it if you messaged me and shared your stories with me and like like let's chat let's laugh let's discuss like leave comments like it's not honestly it's not even about the subscribing like obviously the more views the better I'd love this podcast to grow but connection for me is so important just to feel like I'm connected um so like get in touch you know let's like let's let's laugh about our situationships together and and share stories about our situationships (laughs) that will be fun that'll be cute I love you guys so much and cheers to us.